Today's episode of Drunken MMA is brought to you by Craft Hounds. Craft Hounds delivers fresh local beer to your doorstep in minutes for free delivery. Be sure to check out our promo code NARDCAST at checkout. Visit crafthounds.com for more info. Hey, welcome to another episode of Drunken MMA. And I'm your boy, Janar the Ouch Sutton. And I am Drew El Mantastico Smith. All right, and uh, the last episode we did, man, big shout out to our homie for being on our show. That was really awesome. Yeah, UFC middleweight Gerald Mershart. Yeah, that thanks was for awesome. coming in, man. That was great. Had a lot of good feedback on on that one and on on Gerald himself. Mm-hmm. Everybody uh, that messaged me and texted me and everything said that they really enjoyed him being on there. That's they, awesome. They loved his insights. They thought he was awesome, and a lot of people agreed with me that uh, <laughs> he's got a job. Hopefully he's got a, a job behind the behind the commentating desk yeah, coming be, up in the future. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be really cool, man. So yeah, big shout out for him, uh, for, uh, for for being on our show and uh, and how you been, man? I haven't really talked to you all week, pretty yeah, much. You been yeah, all right? Yeah, I was just I was working my ass off all week, so yeah. uh, I wasn't well, didn't have a whole lot to do. You know, we, like we were going to podcast last night, but I had right. to do some homework. For yeah, work hey, today, at least so. hey, work is work, man. Work comes first, you know. But a uh, big show today. Even though we don't have a guest, uh, we'll be talking about UFC on Fox 26, and uh, we might talk a little bit. Might dive into some uh, news with uh, see what Michael Bisbin's doing, and Kovi Kovatin is back in the uh, back in the news, and uh, there's this new like ins- like glove that we can talk about, and uh, we'll talk. We might jump into uh, talk a little bit about Mark Hunt too. I think he's returning back to the fight. I think he's gonna be fighting in UFC 221. So uh, that'd be like, uh, cause we're doing something different. We're gonna do like this whole new segment called, I'm gonna call it official right now. We're gonna call it a drunken MMA news. So we're gonna do like a quick little news segment just to gossip about what's going on in the MMA world. And, uh, and then we'll jump right into our predictions for the uh, upcoming fights. So let's get to it. All right. All right. So. Do we want to talk about what's going on with Michael Benzman? Uh, let Let's go with Colby uh, right now because okay. that's the uh, that's what's like hot and everything on the news right now. Because what Colby's uh, kind of being busted up for on social medias right now is that uh, he's basically giving away everything from the new Star Wars. Wow! And it just came out this week. It just came out. It just came out what on like last yesterday. night? Last yeah, night, midnight. Like midnight, yeah. midnight wow. this morning. Wow! And uh, he just blasting everything all over social media about like the ending and the plot, and he's telling people, "Hey, now you don't have to waste two and a half hours of your time." Jeez, you what can, a douche! You can go out tonight because it's ladies' night, so oh you can get laid instead of sitting around watching Star Wars. Wow! What a douche, man. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell anybody what he said. Now, what did he do? Did he send it through Twitter? Uh, it was on all of his medias. Oh, he did it on all his media, social yeah. medias. Yeah, Instagram, so, Facebook, yeah, yeah. and so, Twitter. So anybody that's wow. that's a follower of Kobe Covington on uh, tw- Twitter, Instagram, and everything, if you don't want to know what happens at the end of uh, the new Star Wars, man, don't don't go on his thing. So not only has he got like a. Uh, a whole country mad at him, like in Brazil, but he's <laughs> got right. like everybody else in the world mad at him that is like a big Star Wars follower. Wow. So uh, if you haven't seen The Last Jedi, don't go on Kobe's uh, social medias. Right. So why do you think he did it? Did he just do it just because he's just he's just a douche like that, and he just want he wants that type of attention drawn to him? Yeah, he wants to be a troll, man. He wants he wants any kind of attention he can get, whether it's positive or negative, and. I mean, everything he's gotten for the last two months basically is all. Everything has been negative. Wow. From what he said about Brazilians to his fight with uh, Fabricio and the Boomerang to uh, <laughs> getting all the Star Trek or Star Wars people all, all angry with him. And, wow. Right. Uh, that's, you know, 
That's crazy. Wanted to beat him down with their lightsabers and shove him up their, his ass. Wow. That's crazy, man. He needs to needs to chill out, dude. He really needs to chill out. Yeah. Wow. Man, what about Bisbing? Wanna get wanna jump into Bisbing or you wanna jump into the glove? Uh yeah, let's go. Let's let's talk about Bisbing. Uh like everybody knows, you know, he lost his last two fights. Mm-hmm. Um and now he's lost another fight in the courtroom. And this time <laughs> this one cost him more than uh getting choked out or knocked out. I think right. this one, this one's gonna cost him around four hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Jeez. And it's uh well, who now who is this McGann dude? Uh, McGann was his manager, and he ran the Wolf Slayer, which is a gym that Bisbing trained at from 2005 to 2011. Uh-huh. And uh, so I think part of that money is back taxes, or not back taxes, but uh, back pay that uh, Bisbing owns him for uh, commissions and yeah. things like that. And then I think also part of it from everything that I've read is the judge also said Bisbing was working with McGann to kind of defraud the Australian tax wow. thing. Uh, I didn't read that much into it, but you know, I read something that they were trying to cheat on expenses, uh, saying that he earned more when he on expenses when he earned less. Right. And, and then, uh, then I guess him and the manager had like a little like I don't know fight pu- right push, outside the push, court, pushing yeah. match or yeah, I don't got a little physical outside the court. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's safe to say Bisbing's not going back to Wolves Lair anytime nope, soon. I don't think so. And um, hopefully, hopefully he doesn't lose any more mm-hmm. of his upcoming fights, right. uh, whether they're in the courtroom or in the octagon. Right. Wow, that's crazy. Um, and I think uh, even though he owes them the four hundred over four hundred thousand dollars, I think the next step too is who's going to pay for the the legal cost of the actual. Um, court costs and stuff like that. I think they're, that's the next step, uh, even though he owes them the money. But now they're, gonna, they're trying to figure out, well, who owes the, uh, the the legal cost of the proceedings and stuff like that. And then from there, if he lose that too, he's like four, he's like 0 and 4 right now. He lost two fights and lost the fight in the in, like lost two fights in the court. Yeah. So wow, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean it's 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 not funny that anybody loses a fight, you know, in in the, no. in the octagon. No, it's not. And uh, you know. It's not funny if you lose it in court either, but you know. You, I mean, it's it's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, I used the wrong word. I meant crazy. That's pretty crazy. That yeah. But yeah, I mean, four. it's you know, I I guess if you don't do bad shit, you don't go to court. So that's true. That's so that is true. So uh, let's get into let's jump into this uh, the new AI glove that they're going to be using for UFC two nineteen. Okay. Um. That's kind of cool. So what what's the what's the gist of this? What's the, what's the what's the thing? Um from what I understand it's going to it's going to record a lot of stuff in real time uh to I don't know who it's getting sent to, but I'm sure they're going to use it for for broadcast as like filler. I know it says there's like a punching or striking power. Um it measures I believe it's going to measure heart rate and things like that. Oh, so wow. you're going to have like a kind of a real-time information tool to know exactly what's happening inside and out of the ring. Oh, that's under- cool. Yeah. And I- as it, it'll, like, test, like, the endurance and maybe, like, the punching power and all kinds of... Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I guess I guess what, something else that I read is they're going to start putting... There's going to be sensors in the mat now, too, so that they can... 
um, the impact of the of the. Why would they need the sensors in the ground? Uh, I think what I read is they wanted to see movements and uh, they wanted to see all kinds of stuff. I, uh-huh. you know, I I think it's cool in the gloves. I don't know about so much in the mats. I don't know what kind of info they're gonna get off of that, but uh, in the glove it's kind of cool. Um, I don't know if they're gonna use that with UFC 219 straight away, like trying to give the crowd that information. Right. I don't know that you want to give the crowd that information because, um, I mean, yeah, it's it's a, it's a cool thing, but I think, I think it should kind of be used, at least in my opinion, it should be used kind of like behind the scenes because if you're putting that out in the broadcast, right. you have the guys in the corners that might have like a feed in their ear, you know, yeah. getting information. Hey, this guy's getting tired, man. His heart rate's getting up there. Oh, His breathing's that's... getting quicker. Um, that's almost like cheating, kind of. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think that it should be like part of the broadcast. I don't think yeah, it should I be don't... something that's public. I think it's great for like gathering information, like yeah. concussion protocols and like helping out fighter safety. Yeah. Things like that. You know, I think it's good for that, but I don't think it should necessarily be like public knowledge for yeah. people. Real time, but I think that's probably what the case is going to be. Because why not use that type of technology to be like, especially if you're broadcasting and you, and you and you have that information right right there in your hands. Like you said, you can be like, "Whoa, he's getting weak." I want is if 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 he keeps at it, he can probably knock him out because his heart rate's going up. We see his punch powers, it, or it, maybe the other guy's punch powers is, is getting less or something. Yeah, and to to me, I think if you start giving the the vitals out like during during the broadcast, I think I think that's going to be too much of a distraction, not only for the broadcast people but also for the people at home. Yeah. But maybe maybe one thing that they could do though is um, use the punching power part. Use right. the punching power part. You know, say like under and if uh, I'm. I'm, this is my idea. I'm copywriting and trademarking this shit right now. This is, this is my patent. Nice. So during the fight, when they have like the guy's names um, below them during the fight, and it says like what, what color their trunks are, you know, red, red corner, blue yeah. corner, it'd be kind of cool, I guess, with the, um, the AI gloves, if during the, like this, you could add that like a striking matrix, like say they strike harder and they're, that little red stripe for their corner yeah. goes up. Oh, okay. You know, that would be kind of cool. That'd be actually pretty cool. Um, and then I would say at the end of the fight, when they're, you know, trying to get into the, like the post-fight interview or something like that, then it would be cool to see what the real-time matrixes are of, you know, who landed the most strikes, who, yeah. you know, that yeah, kind of stuff. that could be kind of cool too because in that way we can be like, it, and it's also probably more accurate too because you I mean that because judges are basing their um their stats on how many punches they're landing and stuff so yeah so maybe hope- they can get it right then and there and be like oh he, these are the actual power punches and these are jabs and whatever yeah. i don't know that'd be kind of cool yeah hopefully it'll help the judging it- too because the judging has been kind of suspect on some fights now, recently how so. will it calculate the the data from a kick since that's not really it, it- wouldn't but that yeah. might be what the octagon sensors like the mat sensors are going to be for right, but right right but i don't know because i mean they can't they can't attach sensors to the guy's feet so right exactly feet until, yeah. to their feet you know but with the gloves you know they can build it in and everything's bluetooth now right, so right. it's just going to transmit straight Man, that's, up it's still pretty cool though wow that's awesome cool but but yeah i just um hopefully it's a it's a tool that works out cool and it's not something that could be exploited to like give another guy an edge right right cool 
All right, so what about, uh, should we talk about uh, Mark Hunt? Yeah, Mark Hunt returns at UFC 221 in Australia. Nice. And so basically he had a, they were trying to keep him from fighting at one, that's why he's returning because at one point they weren't so sure if he was going to fight because of some memory loss stuff, right? Yeah, he was going to go into details about that. Yeah, he was supposed to fight at the last UFC, last UFC down in Australia uh, maybe a month or two before that fight was going to happen, he wrote an article on uh, playersvoice.com.au yeah. uh, called If I Die Fighting, That's Fine. Uh, in, that, in that article, he talked about, you know, he's, he's been in a lot of fights. He's done nothing but fighting for his whole adult life. That's how he makes a living. And he wrote in the article that he had memory loss and slurred speech. The UFC took those concerns and pulled him off of the that fight card. Mark Hunt and Dana White have like a, a lot of history between them with like, you know, uh, not quite agreeing on things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Mark Hunt went uh, really, really, really hard at Dana White about this. Um, and Dana White said, hey, you wrote it. You know, this is what's in there. Right. Mark Hunt replied back, well, yeah, it was kind of tongue-in-cheek. It was kind of a joke, like, between me and my wife, where I tell her, you know, oh, I don't remember what uh, what you told me. You know, I get hit in the head a lot kind of thing. Right, right. So Mark Hunt's story is that he went to the doctors down in Australia. He got fully medically cleared for uh, head traumas and things like that in order to be on that fight card, yeah. even though he'd already been pulled off. Dana White comes back and says, well, that's not really the case. Um, he, we offered to fly him to Las Vegas and give him like the best doctors out there to uh, have him checked out. And apparently that's what's happened now is that Hunt has finally gone to Vegas and got checked out by the UFC-approved doctors in order to get on this fight card. Right. So. But, he, but in this article, though, he talked a lot about other things, though, versus just the whole memory loss thing. I think, like you said, like he said, that was like one little sentence or two just talking about, like, his, his health, like, being approved by with, by the Australian thing. But a lot of it's talking about um, about cheating and about his his, uh, his family and how he started out fighting and stuff and how he struggled and all that good stuff. So... It's so crazy how they can just pull that one piece of information from a story and say, hey, this is it's serious. Memory loss is huge. That's a big deal. Yeah. You know, CTE. But, um, you know, I, other stuff that I saw in the article, too, he's um, he's talking about all the all the performance enhancing drug use in the UFC. Yeah. And that I, I don't know, it's like four out of the last five guys that he's he's fought. You know, those guys have gotten hit for performance enhancing drugs um, either before or after the fight. And some in some of those cases, the UFC knew that those fights were those those tests were dirty, right? And still let them fight. Like Brock Lesnar, that was right. one of them. You know, he's still three times my size. How does that work? Mm -hmm. If I was gearing gearing the same as him, I probably would have thrown him out of the octagon, right? You know. So um, now, was Lesnar accused of? of, of... He, he popped. Yeah. Oh he's, wow. Yeah. And I mean, you look at that. You look at Brock Lesnar, and it's completely, completely obvious that he's on steroids. Right. Right. And that he's never stopped. He's just really good at testing. I mean, that's just the eye test talking. Right. That's not any kind of fact behind it, except that he has gotten caught. Mm -hmm. But my eye test tells me the guy is on steroids. Right. Now, so 
And that's just my opinion in case anybody tries to sue yeah, me. Right, it's right, right, my right, opinion. Right. Allegedly, allegedly. And plus, you can always just say, this is just your opinion. I mean, yeah, yeah it is, it is my like, opinion yeah, yeah, yeah. based off the way that he looks. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so UFC approved him to fight again in the upcoming 221. So, what did he have to do? Did he just have to take some mammograms or not mammograms <laughs> <laughs> what do you uh of uh, cat scans yeah like, what did they have to do just take cat scans <laughs> ct scans mammograms damn i should edit prostate that out. exams yeah. <laughs> prostate. for real not prostate no uh, no no just kidding. oh my gosh i wish i could just take that part out mammograms wow all right anyway um, are you say, are you saying mark hunt doesn't have like a body like brock lesnar is that what you're saying he's let me look at him. No, Lesnar's freaking a beast, though. Yeah, Lesnar's. I mean, uh, Mark Mark Hunt. He looks soft around the middle, but yeah. the guy punches like a truck. So, wow. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see his his next fight. In um, who's he fighting? Curtis Blades. Nice. Yeah, I like I like both guys. I like I love Mark Hunt, mm-hmm. even even though he doesn't have like the greatest. Uh, Ooh, record. he's up there though. He's 43. Woo. Yeah. And he doesn't he doesn't have the greatest record in the UFC, um, you know, and he blames a lot of that on uh, people performance enhancing drug people. Um, but I mean, I love watching the guy fight. He's a warrior. He's an absolute beast. And the guy he's fighting, Curtis Blades, is another guy that throws some hands. Um, he, he does. Tw- wow, is he twenty six? Uh, couldn't. Yeah, twenty six. Twenty six. Wow. Uh, former college wrestler. Um, throws heavy, heavy hands, just like uh, Mark Hunt. Uh, Mark Hunt obviously has uh, a lot more experience. He's got 20-something years behind him in fighting, if not more. Uh, Not to mention, he was a professional K-1 kickboxer before he was in the UFC and before that pride. Uh, So, you know, Mark Hunt's been around the fighting game a long, long time, and he's been hitting the head a lot, so... Oh, wow. Um, I guess it's it's a good thing that they had him checked out based off of the two or three sentences in the article based off of his health. But yeah. Well, I'm glad he's back. And who who, who are you gonna go for in that fight? Who you, who are you thinking? I don't know yet. It's too early. Yeah, we, we can we can go back. <laughs> we'll we'll discuss this in February. Yeah, it's too early for me to say because <laughs> this this fight's in February, right? Yeah. And yeah. I, I like I like both guys, so I don't wanna I don't wanna pick one just yet. I'd like to. I'd like to wait just a little bit before I... That's fair. That's totally fair. All right. Are we ready to move on to UFC 05? 26. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how to throw that 26 in there properly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I was like, what is he saying? Is he saying yeah. 05 or what's yeah. he saying? I don't know. Yeah, on Fox 26. Yeah, so that's on regular Fox. That's not like Fox Sports. Uh, it's the regular broadcast network channel, the same one that you watch The Simpsons on. Oh, okay. Nice. All right, so are we going to talk uh, Glover T and, Mich- <laughs> and Misha? Gosh, I should never, I shouldn't even do this. I feel like I shouldn't be the one to announce the, the fighters. So, I kind of yeah. like it. I kind of like it. I hate it because people are like, this dude sucks. <laughs> so that's uh, Glover Teixeira and Misha Kurkunov. Okay. So what are you thinking? Uh, I'm going to go with Glover Teixeira. He is a tough, crafty, old veteran of the game. He's been around for a long time. Uh, 
16 knockouts. Yeah. Six submissions, four decisions. Yeah. But he's a, he's a he's a crafty old dude, man. Uh He's you know, a crafty old dude. He is. He is. <laughs> he's uh he's been around for a long time, man. He's uh he's seen a lot of stuff. I remember back back when I was first getting into it, um I saw him fight in 2006 or 2007 over here at San Diego Sports Arena. Oh, nice. And Damn, it was uh, like almost 11 years ago. Yeah. And uh I don't remember who he fought, but that's fine. Uh, let's see. Dun dun dun. Let's see. Where are we? Two thousand. There was he fought a lot in oh, two thousand six. Yeah. Do you know if he won? He won, right? Yeah, it was. W. Oh, you know what? Maybe it wasn't. Was maybe. it a WEC fight? Um. Maybe. Maybe this one. Okay, let me click on it. He won. He was he had he was on a winning streak after for a while. Nope. Nope. This was in uh Lamore. Yeah. Is that Lemore? Yeah, Lemore. Oh, Lemore. Where's that at? Um oh, okay. And then uh we're just trying to find the fight because it'd be kinda cool to see who he fought here in San Diego. So obviously it wasn't the uh You know, I it might have been Cinco de Mayhem, maybe. No, I I could be wrong. I might okay. be thinking of somebody else because oh, okay. um but he has an impressive record, though. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah, I mean, he's knocking people out left and right. So what do you think? So who do you think, how you think he's going to deliver this time? I, I'm pretty sure, well, I'm not sure, but uh, every time I say I'm sure, so yeah. it doesn't happen. But yeah. I'm going to... Your, your loss record is insane. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Just wanted to point it out there. Just throw it out there. Um, I'm going to pick Teixeira. I don't know a whole lot about Misha Kurkunov. Um, don't even know anything about this guy. What Let's four see. KOs, seven submissions, two decisions from Riga, Latvia. Fights out of Extreme Couture. He's light, a light heavyweight. heavyweight. So he's gonna be prepared coming out of Extreme Couture. He's a um, wrestler, huh? Yeah, I believe he is. Uh, looks like he's. Uh, so basically, this is one of those moments where either you he either you on the ground or so it's a it's a on your feet type match. Obviously, uh, Misha's gonna want to get him on the ground for a submission. Yeah, I mean Glover. Glover knows Glover has some jujitsu behind him too. Um, he doesn't use it all that much, but I, I don't even. I'm sure I don't even know if he's a brown belt or a black belt. But uh, um, you know, I I sound really bad on this one because I, <laughs> you know, I usually see uh, Glover taking people out on the feet, so I don't usually see him with too much grappling, like his grappling takedown defense is yeah. really good. Uh, and he, most times he wins or loses on his feet. So uh, it's not very often that he goes to the ground that much. And, um, you know, when he does, he's always seems to get back up for the most part. Right. Okay. I'm going to go with, uh, just looking at his record, I'm going to go with Glover too, just because, I mean, he's knocking people out left and right. And he had a very impressive record for his age too and just looking at Misha's record I mean yeah if he if he can I honestly think if if uh, Glover can keep him from getting on the ground and getting him in a submission I think he can knock him out yeah Glover's got strong hands he's fa got fast hands he has a uh, pretty good MMA boxing um as long as he's not fighting somebody that's a heavy hitter like Anthony Johnson or uh one of those kind of guys yeah big dudes yeah that, got them that was a that Anthony Johnson knockout was pretty scary. Mm. All 
All right. So what else we got next? Let's see. Let's go back. Then we have. Dun dun dun. No, my computer, <laughs> my internet's like bad today. It's probably because I. Yeah, whatever. Um, here we are. All right. So next fight up is Santiago Ponzinibbio and Mike Perry. Platinum Mike Perry. Okay. So who are we going? Who are you going with? I'm going with Mike Perry. Why is that? Mike Perry has had a crazy string of knockouts lately. This guy is like just knocking people out left and right, and he's talking shit and he's like backing it up so mm. i mean ko ko Damn. ko tko 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 ko Dang. the only fight that he lost was a decision with uh alan juban um yeah, but it. i mean this dude's a he's a wow. he is a puncher puncher Dang. puncher man this guy fucking punches really 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 hard Whoa. and you can see looking at his record yeah that he is not a guy that you want to be like standing up on your feet with look at this 11 wins, one loss. All 11 wins are by knockout. KO or knockout. That's 100%. Crazy. That is crazy. Does anybody else hold a record like that? Just nothing but knockouts in their wins? I don't think I can ever. I don't even know if I've ever seen that. I don't know that I've seen anybody with 100% knockouts yeah. unless they're like one or two fights in. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but this guy yeah. clearly is, uh, he's been fighting. Uh, for a while, um, that's yeah. crazy. Hey, you know, I mean, this this guy this guy throws heavy too. I mean, he he's got he's twenty five and three, and uh, well, four, four, yeah, fourteen of his wins are Damn. by knockout. But okay. um, you know, he, he has he a, a he throws a few decisions in there. In there. Yeah. Um, oh, he's up there too. He's got a yeah. couple submissions too. Yeah, this is gonna be a this it's is gonna be a, a fun fight. one. This is probably gonna be a lot of just swinging leather. Yeah, this is and, gonna be like uh, a boxing fight. Oh, I don't know if it's gonna be boxing but it's going to be yeah, a brawl yeah, yeah, it's going to be yeah, a fucking yeah. brawl yeah. i think they're just going to i think these guys are going to go at it and i think they're going to go at it hard i think it's going to be a either uh, over really fast or it's going to be a long brutal war yeah i'm actually kind of excited to see this fight uh, i'm pretty sure to be over at poorhouse right they'll probably play they'll probably have it up up there so i might run over there and watch it and eat me some peanuts <laughs> I, do need, I do need that uh that vitamin uh vitamin, vitamin protein yeah Got to get them gains. Mm-hmm. You know it, that, uh, what is it, vitamin D? Is it E3 or D? It's like E or something. Because it's... Uh, the only vitamin D I know that you get is... Uh, <laughs> oh! From my grinder app? Yeah. Uh, we gotta get, we always got to throw grinder. I feel like grinders should sponsor our show, man. I don't know. As much as we promote them. It looks like they sponsor my shirt, don't Oh, it? nice. Yeah. yeah. You should see Drew right now. He's like all festive. I think he's going to hit up the uh, the Christmas uh, sweater party uh over at poorhouse tonight so maybe i'll swing by all right moving on to the second to the last fight ricardo the, lamas the co-main event of the evening ricardo lamas and josh emmett all right um, we got another young buck over here yeah uh let's check out josh emmett real quick let's yeah, see what he's, he's all about one yeah, it's a pretty I'm nice record. Stoked. I want to see Mike Perry in action now, man. I'm pretty stoked to see that fight. But anyway, yeah. moving on to the co-event. All right, so he's team alpha male. Alpha male, he's a 145-er, so he's one of the little guys from yeah. Uriah's camp. Uh, 12-1, three submissions. Oh, or three, I'm sorry, three uh, knockouts. Um, seven two, decisions. two submissions, seven yeah. decisions. So. Okay. 
you know, 145ers, a lot of times they yeah. don't necessarily not heavy hitters like finish uh, like those other guys, but they still a lot of times have a lot of submissions and mm-hmm. things like that, even if they don't have a whole lot of power. Right. I still think they're fun to watch because they, they, they go after it. They throw down, mm-hmm. and they're fast and usually pretty technical. So this okay. dude's had a lot of decisions lately. Um, it's his third or fourth UFC fight. Fourth, it's his fourth. This will oh. be his fifth. This will be his fifth UFC fight. Six, six. Yeah, there's a couple. Oh, that's WFC. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So he's got. He's got. This will be his fifth UFC fight. So he's got a little bit of experience in the UFC and uh, things like that. Looks like he's only had a couple uh, pay per view events, yeah. but mainly uh, Fox events and fight nights and things like that. Okay. Well, let's we'll see what he's got against the bully. Yeah, so Ricardo Lamas, 18 and 5. From Chicago. Five KOs, five submissions, five decisions. Sorry, I went too fast for you. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh! oh. Eight, eight decisions, <laughs> eight decisions. Uh, yeah, see, so uh, yeah. he's had a, let's see, he's recent. He's uh, three of five in his last five. And uh, two of those were losses. One to Max Holloway, who's now the champ. Yep. Another one to Chad Mendez, but uh, he's beat Diego Sanchez, Charles yeah. Oliveira, Jason Knight, the Biter, mm-hmm. uh, Dennis Bermudez, Hakron Diaz. So he's he's beat some, some yeah some pretty decent be, fighters. He beat, man. beat Cub Swanson too. Yeah. So wow. I think I don't know Josh Josh Emmett's up. Uh, I think he's got a tough task ahead of him in yeah. this fight. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna have to go with Ricardo. I feel like he's just got more. More uh, UFC fights. He fought some really big fighters already. Like you said, Max Holloway, um, Diego, Mendez, um, the biter, Aldo. We just talked about Aldo earlier, too, or a couple episodes back. So, yeah, I think he's – I'm, I'm going to go with Ricardo. And I don't know. Maybe he'll win either by knockout or submission, but definitely uh, one of the two. Uh, I'm going to pick Emmett by decision. Ooh, okay. Why Emmett? Have you seen Emmett fight? No. Okay. Not that I All recall. Right. I don't recall ever seeing him. Um, I'm just, uh, just 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 going out there. Just going yeah. out there and saying okay. it. You know, it doesn't hurt to just, you know, pick the underdog. You know? All right. The main event. Of the evening. Of UFC on Fox 26. Ruthless Robbie Lawler against Rafael Dos Años. So what are you thinking? What am I thinking? I'm thinking this is going to be a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Robbie Lawler. Yeah, Robbie Lawler is a brawler. <laughs> brawler Lawler. Yeah, Brawler Lawler. That's what he should have <laughs> named himself. Brawler Lawler. Yeah, but uh, 28 and 11, 20 of his wins are by KO. Wow, that's 71%. One by submission, seven by decisions. Okay. So... Uh, he's lost by submission more than anything else, and uh, Dos Anjos is a good submission artist. So uh, we'll see what happens. So uh, you know, Robbie's going to have to keep it on his feet here, to, yeah. uh, in order in order to come away with the victory. But I I think Robbie's got it in him. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, and just looking at um, Ref, is it Rafael? Rafael. Rafael. We I think he fought. I feel like he, I feel like he fought recently too. Oh yeah, he did. He fought in September. I remember us talking about him, um, and uh, I don't know. I just felt like it could be a really good fight. Um, I think it can go either way for this one. 
Um, I think it could either be uh, Rafael on a submission or Lawler on a on a knockout or a decision. Yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> Rafael's got more decisions on his record than he does anything else. Whether both both wins and losses, so right, right. Um, he he either seems to win by decision or lose by decision yeah. for the most part. Um, most of Robbie's fights, most of his fights, don't go to decisions. So uh, I'm gonna say that Robbie's gonna try to keep it on the feet. He's gonna try to stand and bang. Um, Robbie's gonna look for those power shots, and he's probably not gonna respect Dos Anjos that much. Mm. And he'll probably walk straight into his punches with his, you know, chin up and his yeah. hands down, which, you know, if, if that's what he does, that's right. a recipe for disaster. But but I um, think he can hang in there, though. I mean, he could probably hang in there with him. Just I mean, again, he's been able to make it through five rounds every, every almost most of his fights. So if he can just stick and move and and throw punches back and get him on the ground every once in a while, I think he'll be fine. Yeah. And I don't I just I don't think I don't think. Uh, Robbie Lawler is going to have a lot of respect for uh, Dos Anjos striking or for his power, just just for the fact that he's w- ma- mainly won by decisions and submissions yeah. in his in his fights. So I don't think he's going to be too worried about the power there. Um, I think he's going to his his takedown defense is really good. Robbie's is. And, um, you know, I think he's uh, I think he's going to try to keep it on the feet as much as he can. And he's going to try to land some of those bombs. All right. So you're going with Lawler? I'm going with Lawler. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Rafael. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to switch it up. I think, this, I think this might be the first one we disagreed on on this on this uh, card, I believe. No, I, I didn't. Uh, you picked um, Ricardo Lamas, and I had uh, Emmett. Josh oh, Emmett. that's right. That's right. Yeah. So that's two. Okay. Two. All right. So let's see. I'm excited. Uh, I'm a, I might actually go over to Poorhouse tomorrow and watch it. You know, like a, just sit there and maybe nurse some uh, some nuts. <laughs> that didn't come out right, but um, but yeah. So, is there anything else we should talk about, or is that pretty much it? I mean, we've pretty much wrapped up the main fight because is there there's not a Bellator fight tomorrow, is there? No, there's one more this year, but uh, it's not this weekend. I okay. believe it's um, it's uh, the last weekend of of December. Oh, got it, got it. Well, Covington, please stay out of trouble. And uh, welcome back to the, to UFC, Mark Hunt and uh, Michael Benzman. Pay up, bruh. Pay up, bruh, bruh. And uh, good luck to all the fighters fighting at the UFC on Fox 26. And, and if you uh, don't want to ruin Star Wars, stay off Kobe Covington's feed. Yes, please. And uh, as always, you can follow us on uh, Twitter. Uh, we're very active on Twitter. Um, big shout out to Drew, man, because El Mantastico Smith, because he's you're on it and i love it because i can see it pop up on my on my feed so definitely stay stay active on on twitter because i do mostly facebook and you do mostly the twitter and the instagram which is awesome awesome post you did about bullying last week that was really really good post yeah we can talk about that real quick though yeah because absolutely like the day after i posted it i guess uh some news came out about the 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 mom and the parents and right and stuff like that and so if you you know follow our instagram or our twitter where i posted that story the story was about bullying and for me it wasn't about his parents right um and from everything that everybody's saying about the parents um you know the people are saying certain things about the parents i'm not gonna do that 
um, because again, that would right. be go back bullying them, but right. that's like exactly. cyber bullying that's, yeah, them, yeah, or cyber whatever. adult bullying at that point. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not I'm not gonna get into that. Everybody can have their opinions of what they wanted. My exactly. main point of posting that was that bullying is starting to like get some a little bit of traction, like right. in the you know people are starting to pay attention to it. Exactly, um, as they should. Right. And um, so that's all I was saying with the post. I wasn't saying that the parents were right, the parents were wrong, because apparently, from what everybody's saying, the the parents need to uh, figure some things out as well. Um, and, um, you know, if your kid's getting bullied, put the phone down, don't record him, right. give him a hug. Yeah. <clears throat> don't splash him all over social media. Um you know, try to find some help, but, um, you know, don't, uh, you know, I think your kid needs your attention more than he needs you recording him and right, holding and the phone up it to his face. So. And stuff. Yeah, so. I agree. Yep. So, yeah. I also want to give a big shout out to one of our loyal fans, um, Trisha. She she literally, I think, listens to all of our episodes um, and she likes our episodes and stuff. And um, I just want to show some love to to her because she's been listening and hopefully if she listens into this one and make it through the 37 minutes of our banter um i just want to give you a shout out and i hope everything is going well with you yeah pretty much and also to all of our guests that we've had because i don't think i don't think we're going to probably do one next week because that's like right before christmas and everybody's gonna be busy and stuff right so um you this know, is our to, last one of the of 2017. Oh uh, no, we'll have one more. Okay, but, you okay. know, before before the Christmas break, you know, okay. I want to say like, um, you know, thanks to all of our guests that have been on. Um, you know, we've had uh, Timmy Ford, we've had Elias Gallegos, yep. we've had Charlie Kohler, we had Mike Biggie Rhodes yep. and Gerald Mershart. Thank you guys so much. I hope you guys all have a really nice uh, holidays and Christmas. To everybody out there listening to us, you know, have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, uh, Festivus, whatever you yep. uh, follow Festivus. around. Yep, yep. All right, that's it. Again, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. I saw Drunken MMA. Twitter's Drunken underscore MMA, and everything else is Drunken MMA. And uh, we're pretty much out. Today's episode of Drunken MMA is brought to you by Craft House. Craft House delivers fresh local beer to your doorstep in minutes. When I say fresh beer, I mean like the local good stuff. I mean like Stone, Green Flash, maybe Modern Times, all the good local beers that you just want that craving, but you're just too drunk to go out and get it yourself. So put in that so go on the website, find what beer you want, and save a little bit of money on that shipping. Right? Who wants to pay shipping, right? I don't want to pay shipping. So, because we're really cool guys, me and Drew here, we want you to put in our promo code, NARACAST, and you can get your booze and waive the shipping fee. Visit CraftHounds.com for more info. Yep!